0: It's Vocalo Radio, 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, Biko. The ill is coming through your stereo, getting you right. Got a special guest in the building, man. This lady not only sings, she sangs with all caps. She goes by the name of Alex Vaughn. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? What was that? Oops, I'm so sorry, Alex. Let me give you a proper introduction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling, Miss Lady?
1: I'm feeling good. This is like my second full day in Chicago, and I'm liking the vibes a lot. I'm loving it.
0: So this your first time in Chicago in general? This is my first time in Chicago. You enjoying the vibe?
1: I am enjoying the vibes, and I'll be here throughout the weekend, so I'm really able to explore. But like the people that I've met and just the atmosphere, I've been really, I've been really liking it. Yeah,
0: we good peoples. We mm. we good. We good peoples. It's almost like some southern hospitality in the Midwest, you in know, a, in
1: a way. Yeah. You know?
0: And I know you know about southern hospitality. I you do know, know what about southern
1: hospitality. Yeah.
0: What's some uh, some places you've you've hit up so far, especially on the food joints.
1: Okay, so I, again, I haven't done much exploring yet, but I went to one spot called Kitchen and Cocktails downtown. Oh, yeah. They they got they got that stuff. They got some good food, good apps, good music. I like that. But that's that's the only place I've been as of right now. Like you know, Wednesday I got here and went straight to Soundcheck and went to the show. Thursday I had a whole lot of just work to do during the day, and then I got food. So after the show tonight, I really get to explore. Yeah. Yeah. experience oh i did have a, a R. I went to an r party at the hubbard inn okay have you ever been there before i haven't it was a vibe i had a great time shout out to all the people who made sure i had a good time you want
0: to know what's crazy like it's so many places here that i have not even explored myself it's
1: that many places it's huh?
0: that many places here in the city and at, at least you get look you done checked out uh kitchen and what is it kitchen and cocktails i ain't been there yet Mm. see about it, hear about it, and I still ain't enjoyed the food yet. Well, that must be your sign. Yeah, It's my time to definitely, look, you can beat me too. <laughs> but <laughs> it's good to have you here in the city. You're you on tour currently with uh, Ari Lennox. Yes. Um, but before I even get into the music, let's, let's talk about beforehand, before music even became a career for you. Like, what were you doing?
1: Before music became a career for me, um, I was just working, like, random jobs. I worked at Czar, I worked at a call center. I was, like... Pam from the office, I worked at a corporate office just as a receptionist, just always just talking to people, just trying to, like, learn different types of personalities and just how to be a neutralizer and just figure out how to understand mm-hmm. just how people communicate and how to communicate
0: with people. Did you ever go to school for communication or anything?
1: I did not go to school for communication. I did go to school for classical music uh, in okay. Connecticut, but after a year or two, I was like, I need to get up out of here. This ain't for me.
0: Hey, look, it's a purpose for everything and you found your purpose. <laughs> and I, I want to go back to eat, to working because um a lot of artists or just creatives in general, they kind of put themselves in a box like should I continue to work while I'm focusing on another career or should I should I quit? So <laughs> for you did you did you go through that at all?
1: Yes, I did. I had a point where I literally quit my job, had a going away party, moved to LA. Was there for six months and had to move right back at and apply for nearly the same job, which was like painful in the gut. You know what I'm saying? But I'd say, you know, for anything that you really, really want, nothing will get in the way of that, including your job. Doesn't mean you have to quit it because you got bills. You know what I'm saying? We're working these jobs because we need these jobs right now. So just doing what makes sense for you in the moment is what I would suggest to any artist. I mean, of course, if you feel something really strongly on your heart that I need to leave this job, it doesn't align with me, do that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's part of your journey and your story. Mm -hmm. But. I'm here to say, <laughs> do what makes the most sense for you. If it is keeping that job for now and you just kind of figuring out another way to just add more strength to what you want, then
0: then do that. But keep that job where you got bills. <laughs> Look, I'm happy you put it out there. because Some people be like, no, I need to quit and, and, and not understand that the job is actually helping you fund and, and invest. Yes. And in, in what you love. So thank you for sharing, sharing that. <laughs> and I, you say you transitioned to L.A. Uh, from yes, the DMV. I, yes. So, you know, everybody see the glitz and glamour
1: mm-hmm. of a,
0: of an artist's life. You know, they don't really see the behind the scenes. So what are, like, like some of those uh, sacrifices you had to make to at least get to where you are now, including, you know, even traveling to, to L.A. to move there?
1: Well, you know, in order to get to the next level of anything, you have to, like, assess yourself and what you're doing and, like, You know, unlearning a lot of things so you can like receive the new information to take you to that next tier. But, you know, being in the industry, there's a lot of people who are trying to like push their beliefs and their way of moving to you. You know what I'm saying? But it all depends on like your relationship with yourself. So I I would say the biggest thing that I've learned or the biggest sacrifice would just be like, I had to sacrifice kind of my old self to kind of like be in this space, but still, you know, keeping myself i'm not a new changed person but like you have to like you know refine certain things and reinvent certain things with yourself in your own time um but that's hard. And a lot of people are it's a very scary thing to like let go of all the things that you once thought were correct. You know, so I, I say that's the biggest sacrifice. Mm. Everything else is just. I'm not going to go ahead and flex and say it's light work. But like for <laughs> real, the self thing, the the mental, that's the most important part and the biggest sacrifice and
0: push and pull that you experience. I experience. I love to hear that, Alex. And uh, before we even get into a music break, cause I got a <laughs> single loaded up. What even introduced you? to music in the first place
1: you know music and I kind of just found each other at a really really young age my grandmother used to have a piano in her house when you know everybody gets babysat at their grandmother's house and apparently I used to run out of the bathtub and like run onto the piano and just bang on the keys. Wait, wait,
0: straight from the
1: bathtub grandmother trying to catch me my little feet you know but I would always like find myself gravitated towards the piano and just music and you know, my parents would always play just such soulful music in the car rides, whether it be Jill Scott or The Whispers or Stevie Wonder. And before I even knew what the words were in the context, like I just always felt I always felt it. And I just, you know, I, music, I was blessed to be able to sing, you know, my whole life. And I just wanted to emulate that same feeling. So I don't know. We just been vibing for a long time now. How long? How long? Hey, how long? Me and music? yeah. You know what I'm saying? November will make 20 years. (laughs) Ooh!
0: ooh Look at here, I got Mirage loaded up. It's off your debut album, The Hurt Book. Yes. Before we get into this single, please let everybody know the behind the scenes of how you put this amazing record together.
1: It's so crazy when people ask me, oh, what's the story behind this song? Because this is a song that I did not think was going to ever see the light of day. Like, I wrote it, it was just two notes on the piano and me singing, like a voice note, and... It was about me and somebody I was dealing with at the time and how I just started to become jaded to what was going on because I was just in my head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only person who could snap me out of that space is myself. The stop hallucinating over man. <laughs> um, and then from there, you know, my I played it from my manager and then we kind of added instrumentation to it. And then a year from then It got played for a member of LVRN, and then about six months after that... Boom. Boom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, previous to the break, we were talking about your single, Mirage, in which I just played, and you were speaking on how that single landed in the right hands, and then, boom, LVRN, you signed. And five years ago, I remember you was in an interview at SOB's, (laughs) and... I don't remember the question, but I remember you saying, I would love to get signed. And that was five years ago. I remember that. Well, it might have been six years ago it now. It
1: was six years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, now that dream has come true. So far, you know, uh, with you being signed to, to LVRN, which is under Interscope, uh, how have you seen things develop for you on the artist side?
1: Oh, my God. As soon as I got signed, I just felt like a shift in my brain. Like, I started feeling like, oh, my God, I need to start doing things a little bit differently. I need to start kicking things up a notch. Like, I'm in the industry now. But every time I've tried to, like, use that mindset, it's been kind of, like, damaging for me because that's that's not really the case. You know, people, they brought me on board for being myself. So I think since signing, I've really learned to, like, really embrace myself and who I am and where I am mm-hmm. and um, just being around other creators who I've admired throughout, you know, just time and to see that we're all the same. We're all peers, like, being ourselves and, and flourishing in that and accepting that and embracing that and navigating through that. And um, I just been really, like, you know, slowly but surely, like, developing my tribe, my creative tribe, you know, people who just are on the same wave. Um, just learning how to work at a quicker pace, learning how to like pivot a lot faster, you know, shout out to my parents. Cause they definitely taught me to be witty and on my feet, but like the industry is a whole nother ball game. So I feel myself definitely becoming stronger mentally, physically, um, just, just, you know, just really like sinking into my pocket and my bag and just like tapping into like my superstardom and, and just being a leader. Like it's, it's a beautiful space.
0: So you didn't feel these things before?
1: So, unfortunately, like, I won't say unfortunately, but, you know, most people can be in their head sometimes, and I just do me, and, you know, I'm glad that people, you know, like it, but, you know, I'm just, just, I'm just doing my, just doing me all these, all these times, <laughs> but, you know, since I've been in this space, you know, my team, and just looking in the mirror, it's like, girl, out you are here, you are, you are something, you are, you are, you are, and, special, and, you know, I think I've always known it, but it's just levels to, like, knowing that. And I feel like since I've stepped into this new this new uh, league, I feel like it's really helped me like define
0: that for myself. I, I will say too, you I, I was listening back to the shift, mm. and I hear a change. You can like hear the you can hear the shift. <laughs> we go put it like that. You can hear the shift from uh, the album you released independently in yes. twenty eighteen to where you're at now. You can you can hear you literally can can hear it and and, and feel it. And I also wanted to know like. What was something that was of essential for you to even sign on that dotted line? Like, what what made you know this was the label for you? Well,
1: <laughs>
0: one, I was, I won't say oblivious, but
1: when I first started having dialogue with LVRN, I didn't really know, like, who they were, who they had signed. It was just, like, just some people who are, you know, they, they think I'm cool and they want to vibe with me. And then, um... I don't know, there's like a, it's a group of young black, young black people, and that kind of gave me a warm and fuzzy feeling. Not like warm and fuzzy, like oh yeah, I'm with, with my people, I'm signing. But when I met them, it was just like you know, people to people, and you know, when you think about labels you just think about this big nameless faceless machine and people just pushing buttons and things just magically happening so the fact that I was able to make eye contact with them and have real conversations and I felt the human to human you know like us like all trying to grow and have the objective to win and most importantly all my songs my music are my kids you know what I'm saying so to see people like really understand and want to cultivate and nurture my my family, you know what I'm saying? That's important to me. And they embraced my team as well. And I think those were the main things that um, that made it a no brainer to go with LVRN.
0: I love how you call your music your baby. Your and my family. babies,
1: yes. You work
0: so hard at it in the studio day in, day out, putting the pen to the pad. Yeah. Or, putting a voice to the voice memos because, uh, you know, you, you released uh, the EP with LVR in as well, I voice did. memos. And did you actually, <laughs> was that actually recorded on your app? No, those are literal voice notes. Like, they're literally voice
1: notes. And it's so funny because, which is another reason why I was like, okay, LVRN, y'all not that bad. Because my voice notes are like for me. You know, I make those yeah. for myself. Those, those aren't really for people to hear. Even with Mirage, I remember playing that song for, or, like, a few people it, before it had production, and they were just like, okay, I get it, it's cool, whatever. And I'm like, I, I can't explain it to you if you don't get it, but they immediately understood. And even the voice notes that I did not want to see the light of day, like, they helped me to see, like, why these are still beautiful and, and how it's timeless and how that's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's really helped me, like, change my outlook on things because them voice notes would still be in my phone right I now.
0: Bet. We <laughs> probably wouldn't have seen the light of day of that. Mm-mm. i mean hearing it um it it was it was raw it's unfiltered it, it's you and to know that you were in a vulnerable space i know you was nervous
1: oh we were woo, we were going back and forth about it like i had to really like state my peace and stand on how i feel but also like again assess myself and making sure i'm not like being in my own way which is a really huge thing and you know I found my middle ground, came to terms. We made it make sense, made it make sense, and uh, it's out now. And people really like it and gravitate towards it. And of course, I'm not embarrassed by these songs and I wrote them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But yeah, it's been a lot of growth.
0: <laughs> I love to hear it because it's different. You don't, you know, I, I like how when labels allow the artist to be creative, and then support the creativity. Because I don't hear many projects. It's a, it's a meaning behind a project. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Behind the EP, so it hits harder when you listen to it and when you understand it. So let people know how to get voice notes again.
1: Well, you can find voice notes in all my music by typing in Alex Vaughn, Vaughn, V-A-U-G-H-N, and on social media, you can type that in too and find me there too. Uh,
0: hey, now, uh, The Hurt Book is out. Yes, it is. That's your debut album. Yes, it is. And like I said, I, I heard I heard the shift from uh, your, your independently released album to where you're at now. Amazing. I just want to throw that out there. Give your flowers, you. amazing. I didn't you hitting opera notes on stage. Amazing. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's well. I can't do that. Look at <laughs> it. that's difficult, right there. But with with the hurt book being out, um, please define the title for everybody briefly.
1: So the hurt book is literally a book. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's every page is a chapter. Every page is a story that helps define you and it writes your story. And you know, for a long time. I would shy away from the things that made me hurt. I would find any way to not feel that. But as I've gotten older and stepped into new spaces and noticed the change in my relationships outside of romance, it was just like I have to, I have to like, I can't fake the funk anymore. I have to really like address these feelings and embrace them and really find the power in them because they're helping me define who I am and and becoming the person that I've been saying I want to be. And um, just giving ourselves grace in the process—that's what I wanted the the hurt book to be about. It's not a burn book. We're not trying to like erase our past. It's impossible, you know what I'm saying. But just like embrace it, or just find a way to like grab the tools from those moments to help you be great.
0: I, man, I, look sitting here listening, like hearing you break the hurt book down so much more—it hits me even more. <laughs> really? And, yeah, I, <laughs> I enjoy the album. Like it literally, it was—it's perfect because it's what eight tracks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because it makes a person want more. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I just wanted more. So, But it, it was a perfect release. And I want to know what's one of your favorite songs off the Hurt Book.
1: One of my favorite songs off the Hurt Book. Uh, I mean, of course I like
0: all the songs. Oh, yeah, you, I, you can't come on now.
1: But in no order, I'd say my top three are So Be It, uh, Demon Time, I'm gonna say so be it in Demon Time. For okay, cool. <laughs> and talking, I love talking.
0: Demon Time, I'm always on Demon Time. Mm. Love me some acting Demon up. Time. Look at him. Man. I'm gonna put that in my playlist.
1: It is a Friday love afternoon, you. and you cutting up.
0: Okay, it's okay. Look, you cut it up on the track. You, yeah, 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 you got it. And before we jump into a music break, too, I, I also want to know, like, in what ways did you grow as an artist putting together your first debut album?
1: Um. I mean, you know, you are creating a project and you get to a point and you're like, all right, these are good. This is These are the songs, they compile it. And then you meet somebody else and you create something and you're like, okay, we got to switch something out. Or you get to the point and you're like, this is done. And then you realize you got to scrap everything. It's just like... Uh, patience. Is patience. So like. It's really patience. Patience with yourself, patience with the process, trusting the process. It is painful. I mean... And then you start experiencing things in real time. Cause you know, lots of songs that people create, they are happening in real time where it's an old story. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta like kind of reinvent the wheel. You gotta like relive some of these things. It is painful, but it's all patience. And it's just really trusting the journey because Jill Scott said in an interview once, like once, uh, once you create the song, it doesn't belong to you anymore. Mm-hmm. So just really like accepting and embracing that. And I can't stress patience enough because it really involves patience with yourself.
0: I mean, six years ago, again, you were at, uh, I think you you were in New York, I think at SOB's. It was your first out-of-state show. It was. Look at you now. <laughs> Look at you now, girl. Look at you. I mean, right off back, what is it like touring with, with Ari?
1: It's a dream come true. It is a blessing. Like, Ari is the sweetest. She is a superstar. She is a queen. Like, she's just sharing her queen space, no pun intended, with myself and with Jalen, Josie, the other opener, and um, it's just great synergy. You know, I hear so many crazy stories about people's tour experiences or first tours, and. It's been nothing short of amazing. I've been learning so much. I've been challenging myself and, you know, we're not able to like really like sit at a lunch table and like talk about our days. <laughs> yeah. But like we still manage to just check in on each other and just keep the energy and the morale high. And it is just amazing. I'm loving everything.
0: You said you've learned so much. What uh, What's something you've learned?
1: Um, You know, it's another level of just, like, giving yourself grace and uh, being ready to challenge yourself for something new. Just new ways to, like, control the crowd or just how to, like, navigate different crowds. Because everybody's got different energy. Um, I'm performing with in-ears now, which is, like, you know, in-ear, I mean, like, earphones for the stage, mm-hmm. which is, like, a whole nother process, which is, like, preparing me for, like, performing in arenas and, coliseums and stuff like that i love
0: how your eyes sparkle like you you see it <laughs> you see it on the real
1: because that's how i translate using in ears it's like okay well i'm getting prepared to be in bigger spaces and performing and and i'm not mad at that um just how to like preserve my mental how to preserve my energy while on the road and you know just how to like you know keep my cup filled while i'm on the road Like that's really
0: important cup being filled are you drinking more water I'm drinking so much water Putting some lemon in that thing, a some honey. honey, little honey. Oh, really? I was Ooh, playing. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Honey and lemon. That's, that's what you do. OK. So you dr- are you meditating at all?
1: Uh, I am not meditating, but I should. But I definitely pray Good. multiple times a day.
0: Any therapy? Uh, I do have therapy. We talk
1: once a week. She keeps my head on straight. Yeah.
0: So because, nobody gets snapped
1: on. So nobody gets snapped on because, you know, it's a, you know, the music part is what's natural to, to me and what's natural to us. But, like, it's the non-music things that you got to, like, make sure you're taken care of so the music part can stay, you know, where it's at That's and why. and grow.
0: That's why communication is key. And earlier during the conversation, you were talking about how you were, you know, you're very communa, you're very communicacious. I'm finna make a word.
1: Communicatious. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs>
0: uh, also on, on tour, you know, um, I got to ask you, man, since you've been hitting up some of these cities, what's been one of your favorite cities so far. <laughs> I ain't going to get mad at you if you don't say Chicago, okay? I ain't going to get mad.
1: Now I'll be honest. Like I said, I haven't done much in Chicago, but just off, like, me just stepping outside and just the people I've been having conversation with, I'm like, oh, I like y'all. I like this energy out here. I like Midwest energy. I, I'll put Chicago on the list. I'm not saying that because I'm here right now.
0: hmm okay. Um,
1: I really like New Orleans. That was my first time in New Orleans. I really liked all of Texas. San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston, they were a vibe.
0: I oh, hit every point.
1: Oh yeah, the South was fun. I liked the South. I loved every city for just for the record. Um, the energy in those cities, specifically though, those were those were special. Yeah. And Boston right. was like. Crazy lit. I've
0: been hearing about Boston lately. Like it's fun. Yeah.
1: In Orlando was lit too. Did I Orlando?
0: No, you haven't. You have now. Yeah. Also,
1: <laughs> also Denver and Seattle and the whole
0: tour. That's what we're gonna say. we say. The whole we, tour, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> we say the whole tour. and Where you even being on tour and this being like your first tour as a you know as a emerging artist being uh, under a label, being able to create. Has that been, uh, has it been challenging at all with you being on tour? Like, you know, has it amplified your creativity or has it kind of like put a ceiling on your creativity because you're hitting up so many cities and just being consistent?
1: I definitely wouldn't say it's put a ceiling on my creativity. I mean, I think, weirdly enough, when I feel like I can't create is where I get the most creative. You know, if I'm on the bus, like, oh, I can't record right now, which technically I could. Um, it just encourages me to write more. I definitely have a lot more thoughts in and in, in different perspectives as I go to new cities and as I assess myself, you know, getting in these new time zones and climates and, and moods. So I definitely have a lot more that I've been writing about. And you've been around a lot more, too. I've been around a lot more and I've been seeing new places but not really able to explore, you know, you know, being on the road, a lot of people are meeting you, the artist, but no one's, like, meeting you, the person. And that can be kind of, that can weigh on you sometimes. And that just, you know, just only thing I could do is put it in my notes and write about it or, you know, use the energy for the stage.
0: I'm so happy you just said that about, like, I wanted to ask you about the attendees. How has, like, how have they been taking your performance lately?
1: I've been getting so much love and so much great reception. It has been so just fulfilling and just warming to my heart. When I was in New Orleans, I had my first unofficial meet and greet. Like I I just, some girl saw my hat because I had on a big hat at that show. And she was like, oh, my God, you killed a girl. Can we take a picture? And I was like, yeah, sure. But I was on the bus. I was like, well, let me just get off the bus. And I got off the bus and then like more people started to form a like a, just a little, little, yeah, at the let out. And I was like, you guys really want to meet me and talk to me and take pictures and y'all know of my music before this and this is your first time experiencing me like it is just beautiful like we're all just like experiencing each other for the first time and I'm glad for us to you know be friends now so when I come back to their city they're gonna be front and center and we just gonna be vibing like old times and these are the these are the times we're talking <laughs> and speaking
0: about. of old times too it reminded me when you say you came out the bathroom and somebody bumped into you a, a fan and you were shocked like wait I'm fresh out the bathroom somebody's introducing themselves to me it was it was an interview I watched that you spoke on that like just people showing you love or coming to Zara and showing you love Yo. and, and you know now you're able to meet consumers and fans and supporters directly now and uh you know with the Hurt Book being out you on tour with Ari I gotta ask you what's the next chapter for
1: Alex next chapter for Alex well of course I'm putting out more music Uh, more performances you know festivals if I can get on another tour then I would love that of course you know working towards my own tour Um, honestly anything I could put my hands on this is my year of firsts so just all new things new experiences I've really been one big lesson that I've been learning is that all the things that I thought were aren't so it's (laughs) like Once I let go of that and just make myself just open and available to new opportunities, that is when I start shocking myself. Like everything that's going on in my life. I mean, tour. this is something I've actually been praying for. But mm-hmm. like lots of things that I've been experiencing that have been so great have not been on my bingo card. So mm-hmm. I'm just making myself available to new opportunities, not getting in my way, being brave and unapologetic and just trying new things. Oh, and I mean, I want to act, too.
0: So I think I'm going to try that you this can year. do it. Got Anything you put your mind to, you can do it. Trust me, you could do it. I'm telling you. And look, you got the music down, packed. Uh, I'm I'm excited for you. Uh, I know I got a really good feeling. You're gonna have a good Jordan year, and and beyond. Um, congrats on the signing. Congrats on the debut album, and just congrats in general on everything that's coming your way. Uh, before I even cap things off, um, you got a song that ends off the album, No Love. Uh huh. Come on now. Come on, no love. (laughs) Are you you still open to at least finding that special someone? 100%. Let me just clarify. None of the songs on my
1: project, outside of talking, is bashing anybody. Like, (laughs) I'm not bashing any species, nobody. Like, no love is about putting more love into yourself like you can't have love for other people if you're not loving yourself that is what no love is about so yeah no I'm still open I'm I'm not like all my experiences that I've ever experienced have only like showed me things about myself like mm-hmm. I don't I mean in the situation everybody was a little goofy but
0: <laughs> at least you're you know,
1: honest yeah you know you just live and you learn and you move forward like I would never cut myself off from experiencing the next thing because I'm upset or mad like the whole hurt book is about you hurt but you heal you know what I'm saying we turn the page it's mm-hmm. okay
0: Mm, mm, mm. So yes. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by, Alex. Let everybody know how they can follow you. Uh, if I think tickets is out, but y'all could definitely hit up House of Blues and try to sneak through the back. If you they sneak let through you, the back, yeah, you, you know, know bring I'm a saying. broom. You know what I'm saying? A <laughs> uniform shirt. Hey, who who knows? But let people know how they can uh, stay in tune and stay updated.
1: You can find me and follow me on all social media at Alex Vaughn. Vaughn spelled V A U G H N. And there are so many great things coming, and uh, you got to be there to find out. No, I know. Cause I know. You know, I know you know. You, you know? know.